You're listening to Beyond Synth, the best synthwave chat show there is. Hey there, welcome to the show. This is Beyond Synth, episode 285. That's right, on the show today, I will be chatting with Data Fatal, all the way from Colombia. And before that, I got a bunch of letters to read. Uh, we got to listen to some cool tunes. I'm sure by now you know how this show works. We listen to cool tunes, we talk to cool people, and that is what we are going to do. So let's get this show kicked off with a cool track from the new division from the album Sequence. It's brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters The Kings. The Kings of the Pattersons. Cool people like my favorite hacker Mike Shima, Robert D. Bishop collecting souls, and Dance Magic Chris Dance. The coolest people I know. Which is pretty sad because none of us have actually ever hung out. But hopefully one of these days you know when everything opens up uh, you can all come visit me. Because <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> but you're welcome to come visit me. And I will, uh, I don't even know, what will I do? We can stand 12 feet apart and touch sticks or something. We, you know, we <laughs> I'm afraid of any sort of a physical contact. So we each get some special sticks we can hold and then we can touch them. Oh, I just realized that sounds horrible, doesn't it? All right, let's listen to some music and then we'll uh, read some letters. So this is The New Division with Sequence.
All right, and that was Sequence from the New Division, and that is a uh, that's a cool track. And it was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. Well, we got Jose Arbello, the King of Hell, Mike Erdahl, the Donation of the Beast, plus fifty, Tim Carlton, the Golden Boner, and Jacob Wick, my semi-sonic friend. I hope you guys are all doing all right. I know. Sometime I just realized I started calling Tim Carlton the Golden Boner because Marco misheard what I said and then I realized that occasionally I'll do a thing and then I'll say oh you know correct me if I'm wrong or let me know how things are going and then I realized that some people are way behind they listen to the podcast months and months later or they have a whole backlog to get through and I just realized now that it's quite possible that Tim Carlton just hasn't even heard this yet and all of a sudden he's going to find out I've been calling him the golden boner and that uh, it's been going on for months and months and months Kind of like uh, patron Hugh Hefner in the 2666 Club because uh, she sent me a letter saying, Thanks for all you do, Andy. I'm behind on listening and I'm currently enjoying the Christmas episode. So she's back at Christmas. She still has that five-hour thing to listen to. So then I told her, oh, that's fun. I'll make sure to respond to this in episode 285. And then she said, color me intrigued. And then I realized that I have nothing to say. <laughs> So now she's going to, she's like, oh, Andy said something funny about me in episode 285. And then she's going to get here and find out that I have nothing to say. In some ways, maybe this is what it feels to like showrun Lost. You know, when you make all these promises to your audience and in the very last season, you just fuck everything up. So, uh... Hugh Hefner, I hope you enjoyed this. This is your very own lost experience. So I'm going to build up that I've got something really awesome to say to you, and then you finally get here, and it's like, uh, uh, we were dead the whole time? Turns out the island was just this weird magical thing that can't be explained, and there's a two brothers and a light in a cave that you got to put a cork in. <laughs> now I'm just explaining lost. So hopefully that's not a spoiler, Hugh Hefner, or else this episode's going to be very disappointing for many reasons. But I hope you're having an awesome day, and I hope you enjoy this song, which we're going to listen to right now, which is brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. Well, City Hunter, the coolest guy in town, and Hugh Hefner in the 2666 Club, who we literally just talked about. So, I hope you dig this. This is From Apes to Angels. This is Believe.
And that was From Apes to Angels from the album Let the Light In Remixed. And that was Believe. And I believe that was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters in the $25 Club. Awesome people like Clint Dowling, A Star Apart, Alex Selickson, Blake Peterson, Eurobeat Intensifies, and Honeybeard. And I got a message here from Emil, who I tried to say his name last week and I completely fucked it up. And he says uh, they all laughed at me. Of course, Emil is in the uh, the $25 Club as well. So, uh, hi, Emil. He says, uh, in response to me trying to pronounce his name last week, which I, I think I settled on, uh, was it Newt Emil Johannesson Lee? And he says, Hi, Andy. Just finished listening to the episode with 80 Stallone. And although the guest was hilarious, your take on my name was one of the funniest moments. Not to put you out there, but family and friends have giggled for days. Come to think of it, it sounded Italian to me. I will send you a clip of how to pronounce it, but as a tidbit, it is sufficient to say Emil. Lastly, I must say I really enjoy your shows and have for some time. The support was overdue. It is a true pleasure to listen to your in-depth knowledge of GoldenEye, Mortal Kombat, and low-speed internet in Canada. Just what I want from a music podcast. Keep on doing your shit. And that was from Emil, who I guess I'm going to call Emil from now on, because I have no idea how to say your name. But I look forward to you sending me an audio sample. And uh, what else was I going to say? Oh, okay, so I've been filming some Andy Space and I, I really want to put an episode out and I don't want it to take four months. So I have actually two requests I would like to make of the Beyond Synth audience, all right? So I'm going to ask a favor of you all. So here are the two things I want you to do. Number one, because I think it, I, I don't know if this is important for helping the algorithm or whatever, but if you could go to the YouTube page and leave a comment on all the episodes of Andy's Spaceship. There are seven, unless you've done it already, all right? But if you haven't, uh, just check out Andy's Spaceship and just leave a comment that has something to do with the actual video. <laughs> I don't want it to look like uh, those comments from bots. You know when people pay to get plays and so you'll see it on SoundCloud where like someone will have a song that has a million listens but then all of their other songs have only been listened to like 50 times and then all the comments on the song are like fire! This tune is the music man! You know like just like these weird sentences that don't quite relate to what's going on and the same thing happens on YouTube as well where you'll see comments like, what a great review! And like, it's not even a review video, like, they just, it's just a random comment. So, you know, watch the video and, and then leave a comment that actually relates to the video in some way, uh, because I think that, that will help. Although, to be honest with you, considering that only 10 people watch Andy's Spaceship, a lot of people have been leaving nice comments, but it still would be cool for you all to do that for me as a favor. But the other favor, I'm going to need more time to be editing Andy's Spaceship, and so I want to have an upcoming episode in like two or three weeks that will be easier for me to put together. So instead of editing a guest interview, I want you all, my lovely listeners, send in a letter, a question, comment, something I can read, or... Uh, if you want to, send in a voice sample of yourself. Record yourself asking a question or leaving a comment or whatever so that I can throw together an episode that might be a little quicker for me to put together so that I can spend that week really focusing on Andy's spaceship, all right? So please send me questions, comments, whatever. You can send me a voice sample. I don't care. MP3, wave. I don't really care what the file type is. And you can either send me a direct message on Patreon or at beyondsynthsubmissions at gmail.com. So if you want to hear your voice on on the show, uh, ask me a question or say something, and I will make an episode of listener uh, mail and Q&A stuff. So please do that. I'm going to give you three weeks 
So this will be uh, a few episodes from now, and then that way I can um, have a week where the the podcast is a little easier for me to edit so that I can uh, put that effort into Andy's spaceship. And now, let us listen to another track that is brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters in the $25 Club. Awesome people like Jimmy the Hutt, John Masari, Johnny Five, and Kempson. This is Octolab and Mental Exile, because it's a remix from an album of remixes. This track is called Caravan by Octolab. Lab, the Mental Exile Remix.
And that was Octolab with the track Caravan, the Mental Exile Remix. And that was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters in the $25 Club. That's right, we're talking about Techno Ben, Restless Nights, New Mark, Neverman, Mr. Magoo, Samurai, and Ken Jeru. You guys are the best. And uh, speaking of patrons, we actually got some new patrons this week. That's right, we're always speaking about patrons on this show, you know, because this show wouldn't exist without you awesome people. So I want to welcome a new patron in the $5 Club, Echo Vector X. That's right, and Echo Vector X sent me a letter. It says, Hello, Andy. With Andy said like Adam McNabb would say it, because it sounds classy that way. Well, (laughs) I don't know if... Adam McNabb has a classy accent. He definitely has an awesome one. How does he say my name? Andy. I think he says like, Andy. Andy. (laughs) Anyway. The boys in EVX. Hey, that's short for Echo Vector X. Uh, The boys in EVX just wanted to say thanks for putting out almost 300 episodes of BS. That's right. That's uh, the acronym for Beyond Synth, which is (laughs) very accurate. Uh, That is a lot of BS. It certainly is. I should know. I'm editing this BS every week. We hope you keep it up for another 300. Well, me too. That would be be good, man. And then, of course, we could talk to so many more artists and listen to so much more awesome music. Uh, Yeah, we hope you keep up for another 300 even if it breaks you of course there is that possibility as well i see the looming figure of ivan drago that's a reference to rocky 4 because he threatened to uh to break rocky oh wait wait does he say i will break you to rocky or does he say i, I will break you to uh, fucking carl weathers i will break you sorry i'm gonna be honest with you i'm not really huge into rocky movies <laughs> I know people love part four, but it is a cheesy-ass film. Anyways, um, though our donation is small, our love is big. Well, listen, thank you so much, Echo Vector X. You guys are cool. I'll go check out your tunes. And then we have another $5 donor this week. New donor, Melissa Blomberg, but she produces Synthwave as Sinesis. I think that's how you say that, right? And she sent me a bunch of tracks to check out, so I will do that. So thank you very much for your support. Uh, go check out the music of Sinesis, S-U-N-E-S-I-S dot bandcamp dot com, and I will uh, check things out, because as you all know, Beyond Synth is pay to play. <laughs> It isn't actually pay-to-play. That's a joke. But I like to pretend it is, so I'm like, uh, that's my serious business plan. And that's also why (laughs) when people send me music to listen to, I I don't end up playing it for like seven months because I don't have a priority system. I guess I could. I remember there, wasn't there like some review blogs in like the synthwave scene that would like charge people money and they would like prioritize their reviews and stuff? That never seems to go over well, so I've opted for the system of, listen man, I'll get around to listening to your music eventually, but I don't know when that'll be. But I shall check out uh, the tunes of Sinesis because she sent them over and um, I'll play some on the show. But anyway, the most important thing is thank you for your support. Now, let's listen to another track. This is a cool one from Pattern Shift from the album Fragments of the Fleet. Uh, This is a cool album. Lots of neat uh, little cinematic tracks in here and this is a nice one. This is Many Worlds, Many Homes by Pattern Shift.
All right, and that was Pattern Shift with Many Worlds, Many Homes from the album Fragments of the Fleet. And that was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. There's Forged in Neon with the 2049 and the $20 Club. We got Joshua Winter and Shadrach. In the 1988 Club, we got Waylon Kasky Geospatial. And in the 1986 Club, we got COVID-1986. <laughs> Who was I talking to about that? Oh, that was in the Michael Oakley episode with Marco, right? We were joking about... Uh synthwave band names and like how is there not a COVID-1986 well there it is COVID-1986 that is uh, perfect and of course in the 1985 club we got Rachel Buchelman and Sarah Buchelman now speaking of Waylon Kasky Geospatial I read a message of his the other day when uh, Marco was on the show and he wrote me a reply to further elaborate on his letter and so I thought I would uh, bring Marco along for uh, for two seconds so we have we have some bonus Marco for about three minutes <laughs> yeah <laughs> do you have any? Do you want to do a quick update about Marco? You literally have like ten seconds. I got ten seconds to update about Marco. Uh, it's really hot, and sorry about the crickets. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> there are crickets outside Marco's window because he has not yet installed his air conditioner. And I deeply regret it. I tell you what, when the heat, when the heat hits, it's a different kind of heat. Anyway, I don't want to talk about the weather. Let's talk about uh, the Rock March. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> So anyways, last time he he wrote in to talk about that, so uh, here's what he had to say. Uh, He says, Thanks for the wonderful shout-out when I upgraded my support. Enjoyed the banter between Marco and you. One correction, my ruck march slash foot march is only 10K. And he put 6.2 miles in brackets while carrying a 48-pound rucksack and rifle. Jesus. I must complete this within one hour and 45 minutes. I'll take your advice and avoid Wendy's on my march. And then he says, tomorrow, the second week of June, I'll start this army course. Hopefully I'll graduate in early July and then I'll let you know how I did. Look forward to the back catalog of your podcast when I get back. Oh, so maybe he's not even going to hear this until he gets back from his until ruck march. Until he gets back. Yeah, yeah, right, right. You better hurry up and edit this shit and yeah. upload it then. Um, <laughs> he says, uh, until then, take care and keep spinning those tracks. P.S. Tell Marco that the movie The Stuff is awesome. Glad I heard about it on Beyond Synth. Thanks, Kyle. Yeah, The Stuff is a classic. It's real funny. It's, you know those movies that are so bad that they're good? It's definitely one of those. But uh, 10 kilometers? That's insane. Is that even possible in an hour and... What did he say? An hour and 40 minutes? An hour and 45 minutes. Okay, let me think about this. I do about 6Ks when I walk mm-hmm. an hour. So an hour and 45 minutes, I could walk 10K, but I don't know that I could do it carrying a 48-pound rucksack That's and a problem. rifle. Yeah. <laughs> That's the main problem. I mean, uh, I could that do it. That is the problem. I'm sure I could do it if my life depended on it, but I mean, carrying it? No, there's no fucking way. Is a rucksack on their back, right? It's got to be. Is there, are there hills involved? You know, that's the other thing I'd like to know. But it must be, right? I mean, what would be the... Isn't that part of the challenge would be like... uh, I was going to say indecent terrain, but that's not the expression. (laughs) Yeah, well, just... (laughs) I'm sure there'd be a few hills, you know. That'd really fuck you. But uh, can you imagine I saw your shoulder or your neck's going to get if you're carrying... I mean, I'm... Wait, is it like a backpack? Is that what he's saying? It must be. Yeah. He's saying it's a 48-pound rucksack. Rucksacks you carry on your back, right? (laughs) Rucksack. (laughs) You're a rucksack. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) I just heard about this thing called Scrotox. Do you know what this is? No, do I want to (laughs) know? It's a cosmetic surgery for dudes where they get Botox in their balls. (laughs) 
Are you serious? Yeah, I guess uh, it's to like make the ball skin smooth or something. Oh my god, scrotox! Yeah, I'm looking at. I'm looking it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Jesus Christ! It really is a thing. Sorry, it's just because you mentioned rucksack. Yep, that's what everyone was thinking. I know. Well, listen, Marco. So that's it. This one did you hear because he he said he liked your movie recommendation. And uh, I thought it'd be nice to bring this whole thing to a close with a quick uh, Marco insertion. No, I can't think of anything clever to say. <laughs> well, <laughs> neither could I. <laughs> I literally Google Scrotox images. First image that came up was two eggs in someone's hand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. It's what the fuck? And plums as well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, is there is there anything we can look forward to? Next episode will be the family show, so we'll hear from you again. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I'm, I'm enjoying talking about the 90s songs, and um, I'm glad some people actually listen to us. You know, it's nice. I mean, they listen to what we have to say, you know. Yeah, it's nice that we all have different opinions. That way, like, people can always jump in in the comments and take sides. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, man, listen, thanks for stopping by. Thanks for having me on the show. Um, and enjoy the rest of the show, everybody. All right, there goes Marco. So now let's listen to uh, another track. This is Fortis Flight. It's brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. In the 1313 Club, we got Mads, Baron Christensen, and Skywolf. Ooh, who we're going to mention in just a bit. And then uh, in the $12 Club, we got Retro Serenade. And we will never forget the immortal Chris Salia Lane. Hope you guys enjoy this. This is Fortis Flight with Secrets.
All right, and that was Secrets by Fortis Flight. And that's a cool song. We'll be chatting with Data Fatale in just a few minutes. But first, I think we got to do some birthdays. All right, and we just have one. <laughs> so I don't know why I set this up like it was birthdays. Just one uh, coming up on June the 12th. That's right. We mentioned her earlier. Uh, lovely patron and musician Sky Wolf. Well, guess what? It's Sky Wolf's birthday next week. So happy birthday, Sky Wolf. I hope life has been treating you well in a new land. I remember you moved, right? Wasn't that the thing? You were living somewhere and then you moved somewhere else to be with your lover. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I hope you have a lovely birthday. I don't know. Are you married? I don't remember. Were you guys married? Do people move countries to be with people that they're not intending on marrying? Is that a thing? I don't know. I don't travel really anymore, so I don't know what uh, if people just travel on a whim. Anyway, this has nothing to do with anything. I just... <laughs> I just like <laughs> peering into other people's lives and being very snoopy. I'm like the guy that goes through the uh, medicine cabinet when I go to other people's houses just to see what kind of pills they take. And then I take those pills. Yeah! Happy birthday, Sky Wolf! I'm eating all the pills! <laughs> if anyone's wondering, I'm recording this very late at night and I'm... <laughs> I think my brain shut off a few hours ago. But listen, a very heartfelt happy birthday to Skywolf from all of us here at Beyond Synth. And by that, I mean me. And now, how about this? Let's listen to one more song. I was in the mood for some, like, big beat uh, electronic music. And this one popped up on my playlist, and I was like, ah, this is fun. So how about this? We'll listen to this track, and then we will go chat with Data Fatale with Bonus Miguel. So I hope you enjoy this one. This is Beyond Border with What Makes the World Go Round.
world Changing all the things around you Changing you Turn back time Accept the life that lies behind you Changing you Change the world Changing all the things around you Changing you Turn back time Accept the life that lies behind you And that was What Makes the World Go Round by Beyond Border. Yeah, so I hope you dug that. Uh, now we're going to go chat with Data Fatale. She's joined by Miguel. I think this is explained in the conversation, but she wasn't like super confident in her English, and so Miguel joined her to uh, help translate and stuff. But it turns out she speaks pretty well, so it was fine, and Miguel was fun, so we all had a good time. So now let's go to my conversation with Data Fatale. Well, I am here right now with Data Fatale. That's how you say it, right? Yes, uh, of course. So I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for the invitation, Andy. I'm so happy. Yeah. <laughs> I feel so happy. <laughs> yes, she's super excited. She wanted to be here forever. So I should introduce what's going on here. So Karen is the the main like composer and stuff of Data Fatale, and but she is also joined here today with Miguel who is, uh, he also does some stuff uh, with the music, and he is going to help do some translation stuff. Is that correct? Yeah, 100%, man. Perfect. <laughs> where, where should we begin here? I guess we'll talk to Karen here, but, like, when did you start making the music? Oof, uh, okay. It's a, a little uh, long story. Uh, I started 2014. I started uh, playing in a video game that in the cell phone and you just make some music <laughs> yeah I, I think it was one of those little games that you have on the Nokia's a uh, long time ago they were not even smartphones they were like those old phones with the screens were orange oh yeah <laughs> and yes were... it was on uh, Sony Ericsson game <laughs> oh, okay hold on here let me see if I can find it music DJ let's see here yeah this Sony Ericsson uh, cell phone it came with um, with a little program 
that you can program some kind of sounds and music. Was it called DJ Music DJ? I Something like that. I really can't, can't remember the name, but I'm looking at now. I did some research here. Sony Ericsson Music DJ Techno, and it's like the little screen with the orange. Yeah, she's yeah. she, she's seeing the screen with me right now, and yeah, she can confirm that is the yeah. one that she used to make music. <laughs> <laughs> All right, perfect. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why it was really important for me to get this detail correct, but I'm happy I did. Anyway, continue. This was my, my beginning at the music production. Then in, in 2016, I think, I started to using FL Studio. I started with FL Studio M9, and I was just composing some demos and uh, finally I started with Data Fatal with the concept of Data Fatal in 2017. Before I listened a lot of music, I started as a lot of uh, singway composers with, with Kavinsky, <laughs> with Michael. <laughs> yeah, she pretty much heard, you know that movie Drive? <laughs> nope. <laughs> I was <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, she heard one of the tracks by Kaminsky. I, I don't quite remember that. Do you remember the name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not so, very popular yeah. in this scene, so I. <laughs> uh, of course. <laughs> so she heard the song. She loved it, and she thought, "Oh, I should make some music like that." And I remember I was looking at this animation on YouTube. I think it's called a uh, saw hero and that animation had this song by Laserhawk. oh that fucking thing is hilarious yeah it's uh some guy made uh, a cgi animation i think maybe even using like the grand theft auto engine or something but it's like uh lumberjacks yeah and they're like yes. spinning around on saws and on wood stuff and uh, and it's got the laser hawk track and it's really funny mm-hmm. yeah it was amazing and i showed her that and she was like oh my god this sounds amazing like she does something like that and yeah that's pretty much the initiation for same wave for the both of us um yes thanks to my mom <laughs> since i was a kid i listened a lot of music uh from madonna and michael jackson for example and uh listening a lot of uh soundtracks of 80s tv show like the macgyver nice macgyver uh, fantastic the the fantastic uh car I don't know what the, it is. The Bionic Man, I think it's called. No, no, no. It's in English. I think it's the $100 million man, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Did you watch those shows in English or were they dubbed? No, they were dubbed in Spanish. And the names were super different. Like the $1 million man was called El Hombre Nuclear. That's the nuclear man. And as a kid, we were like, okay, the nuclear man is the $100 man. Yes. <laughs> Wasn't he like just a cyborg? Like, didn't they just put stuff in him like robot stuff I don't quite remember but I think he had some implants on him and she runs super fast she initiates cars super fast I don't quite really remember that was like more in the 90s literally we were like 9 years old yeah. <laughs> so I don't really quite remember uh, there was a TV show that he was called El Auto Fantastico I don't know the English name of that you know it was that it was that uh, small car that talked back to to the guy oh Knight Rider yeah Knight Rider and yeah that that one so she she watched that too was he the six million dollar man no I I, I think was the well I don't remember was 
one million or something. I mean, here it was called the nuclear man, so I don't really know the, the <laughs> what, name in English. What, I'm trying to figure out why they would call him the nuclear man. Like, I wonder if if he had, like, robot parts in him, but they were also uh, fueled by nuclear energy or something? Yes, where is the nuclear in this case? <laughs> yeah, it does. Here, well, in the 90s, some of the translations for the movies and series was all over the place. They really they didn't use the original names, and when the sequels came and the sequel had the name they used before with a number two or number three added to it, uh, they always had to change one or other things because they didn't know how to do it. Like, for example, Aliens. Alien, you know, Alien 1 and then yeah. Aliens. It says Alien 2. So here it was like Alien and then Alien 2. Mm. Like Alien 2 here. Mind you, in English, though, it's also a little confusing because it goes Alien, Aliens, Alien three, but the three is this little tiny three that almost it almost means squared. Like it's like the mathematical thing for squared because it's a little tiny three. And then uh, this does it. Whatever this. (laughs) 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 Don't don't worry about this. Anyway, look. Let's listen to uh, a track here, and then we will keep chatting. So I want to listen to this one. This was back from 2017. It was uh, a thing called Tempo Traveler, and uh, and we're going to listen to that right now. This is a Tempo Traveler by Data Fatal.
right, and that was Data Fatale with the track Tempo Traveler. And I'm here right now with Data Fatale, Karen, and Miguel talking about the nuclear man. <laughs> Wait, so what did they call MacGyver? MacGyver actually is a very good one because in here we call it MacGyver. 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 Yeah. Okay. And every time we were, yeah, MacGyver is the best, the best series of the night is. We actually make jokes about MacGyver. And actually, it took us like 20 years to find out that it was not MacGyver, but MacGyver. <laughs> it freaking blow our minds. Like, <laughs> oh, it's Wait. actually MacGyver? What? Did you say Knight Rider has a different title over there? Yeah, Knight Rider is the fantastic car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's an awesome title. Yes. <laughs> It's time to sit down and watch another episode of the Fantastic Car. In Spanish, uh, it sounds cool. Yeah. <laughs> El carro fantástico. El auto fantástico. <laughs> <laughs> so you, where, where do you live? Are you in Colombia? Yes. Now we we're living in in Barranquilla, Colombia. So what's Colombia like? I don't think I've ever had a Colombian guest. Oh, Colombia is actually pretty pretty beautiful. The people are nice. Well, right now, just to give you context, we are having a really hard time with the government and we're having our youth uh, on the streets, even with the whole pandemic thing that is going on. They are marching because there were some corrupt laws that were happening. Yeah. So the political climate is a little turbulent right now. Sure. But besides that, and the whole pandemic, it's a beautiful, beautiful country to live in. Um, the people are nice. The people... Are, are the best parts of the other place. Yeah, people here is very smart. Colombians, always we are uh, very hard working. Yeah, I don't know anything about Colombia. Like the only thing I know, and it's, <laughs> I guess it's not a very nice <laughs> thing. Is because uh, like, no, I, I know, I know, we know. <laughs> yeah, okay. Just know. because yeah, whenever Colombia is featured in movies or whenever there's a character who's Colombian. It usually is about cocaine in some way. <laughs> like that's oh my God. yeah. It's yeah. like I never lived in the eighties myself. I, I was born in night in eighty nine. Yeah, but I remember seeing American Psycho and the whole Jupiter culture. And I was hmm, I tried to research if we had that in here. We didn't have the Jupiter culture in here, but we were the guys providing the resources for they for them to have that Jupiter culture, you know, on the bathroom. Yeah, that's the thing. And so whenever I think of Colombia, like I don't really know too much about it other than that, which means I don't know anything about it because <laughs> that's all just stuff from movies, right? So you guys got any big bugs over there? What's like the wildlife like? Well, we have this monkey here that is called the Titi. It's like <laughs> the only place in the world. <laughs> I mean, you should, you should look it up. It's like T-I-T-I. And once you see it, it's T-T. And it's the sweetest, smallest, prettiest monkey. I am now typing into my search engine, Titty Monkey. And we're going to see what we get. There he is. Titty or the... The titties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know you are going to make that joke. This article is about New World monkeys. See uh, titty disambiguation. Yeah, okay. Just in case I get confused. All right, yeah, we, yeah, he looks cool. That monkey is super small. It's like it fits in the palm of your hand. 
and it's very cute yeah. <laughs> it's very cute yeah and if you go here to the zoo well it's not the only thing that you're going to see I mean we have other animals but you're gonna get titi out of your mind I, I, I hear you could just fit titties in the palm of your hand <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, that's what I've been told <laughs> yeah and so <laughs> I apologize <laughs> no 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 man no. we joke here about everything like this is one thing that we have here in Colombia especially in the coast here in Barranquilla is that we joke about pretty much anything we believe that we can joke about anything even if I mean if we use the proper context of course in Colombia the word titty doesn't mean the same thing right no actually but if you change the eyes for ease it will mean the thing that you're that you're <laughs> referring that to. I'm always talking about <laughs> yeah the old TTs. I'm sorry sorry <laughs> this is supposed to be a music show listening to your music it does kind of have sort of a video game kind of sound to it at least like the the first few things you put out like the one we just listened to tempo traveler like i did get like a video game vibe from it do you play games or was that just the kind of music that ended up coming out of you mm, yes i like it in my case miguel was a big influence in that because <laughs> he's so gamer me i i am a little more uh, casual gamer. She play games on the cell phone. Yes. <laughs> you know, casual gamer is a term that I have a hard time with because like, for example, my wife plays Candy Crush all the time. Now, I might be playing a big open world RPG or cinematic action game and stuff like that, but I bet she still plays the same amount of time as I do, you know? Maybe even more than I do. So like, is that casual? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I 100% agree. Actually, I think that you are a hardcore gamer if you have like specific time set of the day to play just video games. Like, it's something that you had your schedule on just for that. I mean, at least for me, that's what constitutes to be a hardcore gamer because you have set up a part of your day of your schedule to just play video games. But in regards to her, she only plays like sometimes on the cell phone and I'm playing all the freaking time. Yeah. Well, yes, <laughs> that's a little difference between he and and me. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the, the last game that I uh, played and seriously was Halo. Halo One. It was uh, a lot of years ago. But yeah, what's what year is Halo One? Is that that is two thousand, right, or two thousand three, yeah. or something? Yeah, Halo One. I think is two thousand and two or. Something like that. Yeah, because I was still playing my N64 because I didn't uh, buy like a, a newer console for a while. And then I ended up going with the GameCube, so I didn't really play too much Halo back in the day. In my case, I, I played on PC, on a computer. All right, yeah, 2003 then I think was when the PC version came out, if I'm not mistaken. But look, I want to uh, listen to another song and then we'll keep talking. So I want to move forward here to Future Fugitive which was uh, an EP in 2019. And this was a cool song that I dug. It's called After the Damage by Data Fatal.
All right, and that was Data Fatale with After the Damage. And I'm here right now with Data Fatale, Karen, and Miguel. And we're just talking about video games and stuff. So this was a cool song. It still kind of has that video game vibe to it, but you've added, like, vocals in now, and there's some singing. In this case, I'm a singer. I just wanted to add my own voice, my own lyrics, my own ideas. So uh, Data Fatale is literally a sci-fi story in a woman who will steal the time machine <laughs> and <laughs> it's all uh, a story. Yeah, so pretty much she wanted to tell the story about Data Fatale and she finally had the means to record the voice and she recorded the story on the songs and she wanted to tell one cohesive story about what is that Data Fatale is doing through the songs. And that is the reason that the CP contains and the ones moving forward will contain uh, some free lyrics. Is the idea then that the whole Data Fatale project is like a concept thing? Like it's always going to be about this sort of story about this character? Yes, it's like conceptual um, character. Yeah, so most of the albums are going to be about Data Fatale and what she's doing. But some of the songs will contain... Uh, like different stories. I mean, most of the songs are about data itself, but some other songs might be about something else different. For example, the latest EP is not exactly about the character of Data Fatale, but more about what Karen experienced during 2020 on the pandemic um, when she felt uh, about the whole situation. And each song is about a story about what she felt. For example, loneliness, missing the loved one. So... During the first months of the pandemic, we were separated because we don't live together. And we spent months without seeing each other. And she kind of used that as a fuel to create and compose one of the songs of the latest EP that's called Anelos. And it's pretty much about missing the loved one. But yeah, to get to the point, yeah, most of the songs are about Data, the character of Data Patel. But the other ones might be about something else, some something that Karen is feeling or another particular story about the future or sci-fi or even cyberpunk too. Wait, you guys were separated for 10 months? No, for like three or four months, I think, right? I think it was uh, about four, four months. Yeah, four months without seeing each other and well... Well, where were you? Well, she was living in a different house. She doesn't live with me. She lives with uh, some part of her family. So, I mean, right now we don't have the means to live together. I mean, we are getting there. Yeah. <laughs> and we are getting pretty close. <laughs> Actually, we are pretty excited this year because we are getting pretty close to that. And it's going to be awesome. But yeah, we didn't have the means to live together last year. So we were separated for those four months. And since I live with my grandparents and they are part of the, the people that are more vulnerable to the virus. Yes, yeah, yeah. So we didn't want to... You know, to expose, maybe take extra precautions. So that's the reason we didn't get to see each other for like four months. Right, right, right. All right. Well, you were being responsible. That's a good thing. Yes, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you can't save up the money, just go and live in the forest with the titties. <laughs> that's what I would do. Yeah, I right now I'm imagining like titties on, on the trees. <laughs> Let me tell you, I'm always imagining that. Oh my god, that's a, <laughs> I have a problem. So, oh why, I, I, again, I'm sorry. I, <laughs> whenever I start talking to people, I don't go in with a plan and I don't have questions. And it's never, 
<laughs> it's never in my head that like, hey, I'll have this guest on and we'll end up talking about titties the whole time because that's it. <laughs> so then, Miguel, so what is it that you, because Karen was saying you add like, uh, you'll do like guitar stuff and some other things. So like, what do you do as far as the music is concerned? Well, she pretty much composes the skeleton of everything. She adds the percussion, the synths, everything. And if she feels like she needs some guitar on the song, it may be like a solo or a chord, something like that. That's where I come in. But pretty much where I come in always is on the live performances. I mean, some of the songs don't have guitar on their recordings, but on live, they always get guitar because uh, we present ourselves as a, as a duo. For example, Future Fugitive, you only hear the guitar on the solo, but live is pretty much guitar uh, the whole the whole sound. I mean, most of the songs have guitar on the live performances. I'm more like the, hey, you, I need you for my life because I don't want to go along and I want someone to play guitar for me. So, you know guitar, so come along. <laughs> yes. In the case of Future Fugitive, it was the only song that I thought, oh, my God, I just want electric guitar at this song. Like, how many live performances had you done? Obviously, I'm, I'm sure the pandemic sort of shut that down. But, like, did you have many uh, performances? Yeah, I think we had done, like, 20 or more, I think. Yes, mostly of, of the live performances was local here in Barranquilla. Pretty much, we go to bars, we play not only Data Tales music, but also covers from the 80s. And also we had some more performances. I mean, they used to do this, well, not battle the bands, more like we had all these bands from rock and we were like, hey, you know, Data Fatale is not exactly rock, but you play a guitar, an extra guitar, so maybe we can try to play with them, right? <laughs> so we were like, hey, can we play with you guys, I mean, on this festival? And yeah, we were invited to a lot of festivals. The the one that we liked the more was in the city of Cincelejo. We were the first performance to go, and they loved it. They freaking loved the whole thing, like the sounds. They never heard Synthwave before, so when they heard all the synth sounds with the guitar and the vocals they pretty much were screaming their clowns out hey this is so cool hey great oh my god we were so so <laughs> humble about the thing like oh my god this happening to us oh my god <laughs> yes, it, uh, yes it was amazing because all the people they was so uh, surprised about we was just uh, two people mm -hmm. with a background music playing so that's it yeah it's that usually just come with a computer the microphone and the voice and we put the background music and I play the guitar and somehow we sound very good and they love the sound in the bars and everything even even the bars that tell us no 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 don't play your music just play covers from the 80s and we sneak out like one or two songs from Date of Tell because they sound like 80s and they didn't notice. And actually, one guy found out and he said, hey, you know, that song wasn't on the cover list, but I think it's sort of freaky cast, so you should play every time. Nice, man. That's the way to do it. You have to use stealth to sneak the synth wave in. That's the important thing. Yeah, we pretty much do the the snake <laughs> the sneak we need a theme song for the sneak the fa <laughs> the fantastic sneak <laughs> <laughs> anyway look i want to listen to another track from uh, future fugitive uh, it's uh, it's an instrumental track with a whole bunch of like synth solos all over it and it's a fun one this is uh 4033 or 4033 did you think is it 4033 or 4033 
4,033. It's the year 4,000. The year 4,000. Well, I guess technically with years, we also say like 2020, right? So you could say 4033. <laughs> yeah, 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 I got it right. Anyway, look, the point is we're going to listen to it, all right? This is 4,033 by Data Fatal.
All right, and that was Data Fatale with the track 4033 or 4033, depending on how you say your years, because that's what year the song takes place, and I'm here right now, or that's what it's about. I didn't say it takes place, that's wrong. How about this? I'll say it all again. Hey, we just listened to a cool song, and I'm here with uh, Karen and uh, Miguel talking about doing uh, live performances and driving around in a fantastic car and all sorts of cool (laughs) things. So were you literally interested in making music because of the phone game? Or, like, did you play things before, like guitar, or, like, do any musical things? Or was it literally the stupid Sony Ericsson that (laughs) got you interested in music? (laughs) I discovered that I liked to sing when I was 11. I just like to sing a lot in my house in at the school. But like singing specifically, like not necessarily writing music, like just singing? Yes, just uh, singing. I started composing in 2016 when I started uh, using FL Studio. Well, I guess you mentioned that you used to listen to a lot of uh, 80s music and stuff, so like you were already drawn to making like electronic music? Uh, yes, in my case, I was uh, a little influenced about 80s music for my mom. I remember that uh, she has a CD with soundtracks for 80s and 90s TV shows. Nice. What was your favorite? Oh my god. <laughs> it's a really hard question, but one of my of my favorites uh, was the the soundtrack of Baywatch. <laughs> Wait, but isn't it this that song that the guy sings on? Like, yes, what's, yes. What's that fucking, like, it's so weird. Baywatch is a show that was always on TV, but I never really watched it, like, because it was a show about the beach, like, I didn't give a shit, mm. but that song... <laughs> Me neither, but I just like that song. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> but what, what about the theme song for the Fantastic Car, man? That's a great theme song. Yes, uh, that was uh, another song that I that I like a lot, and MacGyver. Da, 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 da. <laughs> I mean, da, the MacGyver da, 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 da. song. <laughs> the MacGyver song is the best opening yes. song ever. I'm trying to think what what is my favorite '80s theme song. Night Rider, or I mean the Fantastic Car, which I'm going to start calling it from now on. <laughs> the fucking Fantastic Car. <laughs> I can't get over that. <laughs> it's like my favorite thing. Miguel, were you involved from like the very beginning then when she started making the stuff? Yeah. Yeah. So basically she told me about this idea that she had about making music about this character. And I just pushed her like... Yeah, you should totally do that. I mean, you're freaking talented as hell. I mean, just to give you a little context, the first thing that when we met for the first time, I also was getting into music music production, but only video game music. And I had this silly little loop in here, and I showed her this little loop that I was very proud of because someone on Newgrounds bought it for like 45 Canadian dollars. And I was like, holy hell, I'm good. (laughs) But... Hey, man, that's good. That's validation, right? Yeah, and I show her this uh, look, and yeah, oh, oh, that sounds nice. She, that's, that was her being nice. And, oh, you should totally check out this one. And she showed me this freaking awesome song called the last, My Last Night that had super intricate with pianos and everything. I was blown away 
And I, right there, right there, man, I quit music production and I started supporting her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to get to the point, uh, to, the, to the whole thing. So she told me about the idea and I just pushed her. And every time that she needed some inspiration, I was there just to um, tell her, yeah, uh, just use whatever you love. You know, you love Lady Gaga, you love Madonna, you love the 80s. And I love video games and I have this all these uh, original soundtracks that I can show you that can inspire you. And so she came up with these songs and... They were pretty good, so finally she decided that she wanted to put all this music so someone else can listen to it. We show it to our friends. Then, well, we found out about Same Wave, about Bandcamp, all, all these places where you can put your music. And we started putting the music out there to see if anyone else can listen to it. And first, it was very slow, like barely anyone else noticed, but we felt like with the years, he has been getting track and we're pretty happy that it's growing. It's nice to have someone around that's uh, supportive, you know? When you go on the internet, sometimes there's a lot of people out there who just want to... Uh shit on everything. Yeah, the little trolls and all that. <laughs> the little trolls. I'm just imagining the theme song now. But look, <laughs> uh, let's move forward here to New Reality. This was the one that was put out in December 2020 or 2020, depending on how you want to say that. <laughs> and, uh, and this was a track I dug. This is Looking for an Answer by Data Fatale.
right, and that was Data Fatale with the track Looking for an Answer, and I'm here right now with Data Fatale, Karen, and Miguel, talking about what we just talked about. Um. <laughs> <laughs> What's a popular Colombian pastime? What's something that you guys do for fun over there when you're not... Uh, making music and stuff and let's just pretend there isn't a pandemic going on right now what's something that you would normally be doing well for me specifically me a huge nerd <laughs> playing video games <laughs> but when i turn off my nerdiness we just hang around we talk about stuff we go to the movies um we hang out at the park we just like to talk about shit man <laughs> I mean, we hang around with our friends on parks or like whenever, and we talk about shit. And we talk, hey, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing fine, you know, playing music, playing games, and yeah, that's pretty much with the with the <laughs> with whatever we do. I mean, if you're looking about something that is more Colombian, we got this game that is called Tejo, where you threw this huge piece of metal into uh, gunpowder. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know where you're gonna say that. If you want to see like a video of how it is, I think Jack Black three years ago came to Colombia and he played Tejo with a bunch of Colombians here in Bogota. How do you spell that? Tejo is with a T E J O. Tejo. Game? Is it a game? Yeah, yes. it's a game or, or a sport. Yeah, it's considered as an sport here. You will see like a little piece of cardboard that contains like a sand and a bunch of pieces of metal so you will see like some triangles yeah those are pieces of paper that contains gunpowder and they are pretty close to some goals and basically they aim to throw that huge piece of metal into the gunpowder if you hit the gunpowder and you make the big explosion well you score a point <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's the silliest it's Sport that I know of, but yeah, it's completely from Colombia. This sounds awesome. So little triangles covered in gunpowder, and you throw a rock at them. No, not a rock, a huge ass piece of metal. I'm watching someone play now. It looks like they're throwing rocks. They're like little circles of. Yeah, it might look like rock, but it has to be metal. So when it finally uh, arrives into the gunpowder, it makes a huge explosion. Right. See, that seems satisfying. I know. I mean, it is fun and it is actually kind of hard because that thing is really heavy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the whole thing is silly, man. But, I mean, there, there are people that play and they're having fun and, well, that's what counts, right? Yeah, I don't think we could have a game like that over here. I, like, I don't think there's, like, gunpowder readily available where I live to, like, uh, play sports with them. I'll look into that. I'll see, I'll see if I'll try and start a Canadian league of Tejo and see, like... <laughs> I'm just like, so where, where do you guys keep the gunpowder? We're not really... Uh, uh, I, don't know where, I don't know where I would get it. I guess I would get it in Colombia. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we had this talk. Yeah. Karen, what about you then? Like, wh what goes on when you're not making music and when you're not playing Tejo? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm so introvert. So I don't uh, go outside sometimes. Uh, I just go out to exercise in the park or watch uh, videos about mystery on on YouTube <laughs> or something like that but well you say you're introverted <laughs> but you perform live right like do you enjoy doing that or do you get really nervous or is it just something that's fun for you to do it's weird because it's a way to get a freedom of myself 
I don't know, is it just uh, set free my extrovert uh, side? I don't know. So, like, when you when you do, like, performance, you feel like it's not you totally, like a character or something? Yes, it's another part of me. It's like uh, the personality of Data Fatal, I guess. Yeah, she's so strong and, how can I say, intrepida. Actually, I don't know how that word goes. <laughs> intrepid. Yeah. In intrepid. Intrepid. yeah. Intrepid. Thank you. I'm trying to think, though, what the hell does intrepid mean? I know that word, but I, know <laughs> I never use it. They always, they always say intrepid explorers. Hold on. Yeah. But I never actually use that word myself. Intrepid. Characterized by resolute fearlessness, fortitude, and endurance. Okay, so intrepid means fearless. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. I think the other word was daring. As you mentioned, she's very uh, introverted, but when she comes live, she's like the ghost of data fell, comes and possess her. No, well, not really, but yeah, she wants to just channel that energy, that bravery, that recklessness of Data Patel and perform as best as she can. That's cool. Yeah. Are you guys working right now or do you guys not work? I, I don't really know so much the situation in Colombia in terms of like the COVID response and stuff like that, but uh, are you just like staying at home or do you guys work from home or... The economic part of Colombia, it's been very affected because of the coronavirus. Uh, in my case, I started in a job recently. In the case of Miguel, he's uh, working from home. Yeah, so I work as a quality analyst on a call center and I work from home. And she recently started working too, but sometimes she has to go to the place. But, well, taking all the precautions and all that, but she needs to go to the place. Right. I mean, with the whole thing, with the coronavirus and all that, we are very happy that we have our jobs right now. It's good to have something to do, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> we need money. We need money, yeah. man. <laughs> well, then everyone should go out and buy uh, the music of Data Fatale. Uh, that's the important thing. Let's uh, listen to another song, and then we can probably wind this down. I want to listen to this one. It was called, am I going to say this right, An Angelos, like that? Anelos. 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 Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah. Actually, I don't know what Anelos means. How do you say Anelos in English? Oh, you can say like yearning or wishes. Yearning. All right. Yeah, yearning. Well, let's listen to this one. This is Anelos. Anelos? Uh, fuck, did I fuck it up again? <laughs> Anelos. 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 All right. This is Anelos by Data Fatale. <laughs> I still do it in the stupid voice at the end. <laughs>
right, and that was Data Fatale with Anelos. Right? Excellent. Yeah, you got it. All right, perfect. <laughs> so this album, or this EP, rather, you did start singing some songs in Spanish, because I know the previous one, all the lyrics were in English, so there's some Spanish tracks on here, which is nice, and this was obviously one of them, which means I have no idea what you were saying, and I'm assuming it was good. <laughs> I always get worried whenever I play songs that don't have English lyrics that the people are singing about terrible things or something, and then I have to <laughs> make sure that's not the case. But uh, this sounds like a nice thing. Yeah, so Anelos is pretty much about... She misses me <laughs> because <laughs> well, Miguel is the man. I, I get that. You, you miss Miguel when he's not around. He's a cool guy. <laughs> so yeah, but it pretty much can be also interpreted about you being separated from your loved one and have this sense of yearning for them because you haven't seen him and you're just lonely. I want to get with that person as soon as possible. So it's a sad song. I will describe as nostalgic. Yeah, like she's missing how, how she feels when she's with me. And she <laughs> wants to get to that. <laughs> it's, a, I mean, it's a funny thing for you to say. That's why I'm laughing. Yeah. It's like when you, <laughs> and yeah. and she, knows, she knows that I'm a big stud. And uh, <laughs> she knows she can't get a better man. I'm the best one. And, uh, you know, it's, I'm a pretty cool guy. And uh, she just sat at the window all day long uh, waiting for me to show up and uh, that's what this is about <laughs> very much no 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 <laughs> yeah but yeah but I mean the thing is that whoever listens to this song can also get behind the song and feel like yeah I do miss this person a lot too and I want to be with that person so that's the other thing that she wanted to transmit with the song uh, most of the cases I I try to make a combination with my personal feelings and try to make a general message with the songs. Do you like to sing in Spanish more? Or do you have a preference, like now that you've done some like Spanish language ones? The story about that was because some friends uh, from here, from here in Barranquilla, uh, or some friends of Mexico, <laughs> they wanted to hear more songs in my native language. So I started uh, singing in English because... I thought it was a song cool in English <laughs> also because it was the main uh, language for this music genre. The most music the same way that you hear is in the English language so she wanted to well, to cover at least the more ground that she could and so she thought that maybe in English is I mean it's the, the language of the people that so to speak invented the same wave and she said well, yeah maybe I can reach more people if I start to sing this in English from the beginning I was telling her, please sing something in Spanish too. I mean, the songs, all the songs, they begin in Spanish. Oh, yeah, that's also one thing that I do. I, and the translator for the, the lyrics. And yeah, they begin in Spanish. And then I translate it to English. And for the last one, finally, she, well, okay, let's, let's sing something in Spanish because the friend, our friends here in Barranquilla and in Mexico are telling us that they want to hear her voice in Spanish too. And to tell you the truth, those songs are my favorites. Uh, Anelos and... Compromiso Impuesto. Yeah, Compromiso Impuesto, which means like forced compromise. Yeah, those are my two favorite songs. Like, not only because they are in Spanish, but because, you know, the, the whole production. So, yeah. 
she finally started singing in Spanish and everyone laughed it. I mean, people from Mexico, from the community on Safeway Colombia and Safeway Argentina, they laughed it. They, they loved the, the songs in Spanish. So for the future, not only songs in English, but also with lyrics in Spanish are being planned to be released. Yeah, and you can always milk it both ways and then just do the song in both English and Spanish. Like, do, like, a Spanish version and an English version? Because I know there's some artists who do that, where it's, like, just, it's the same music. Yeah, like, Gaba, like, Ava on the 70s, right? They did, like, songs on English and Spanish to reach the Spanish market. Actually, I was suggesting that to her, but, well, ultimately, uh, she will determine if that's the thing that she wanted to do. Nice. Well, what's uh, coming up in the future for Data Fatal? Good question. <laughs> <laughs> I plan to release a new uh, single in a few months. I was to recording the voice because I have almost the song finished. So the only thing that I that I'm missing to record is the voice. But all that song it's almost finished. Well, look, we can probably wrap this up. Is there anything that we didn't talk about that you wanted to talk about? No, not right now. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to invite all people uh, to listen beyond sing to the I don't know to listen my music to listen to Data Fatal at, at Spotify and audio platforms and anyone who wants to know more about Data Fatal story. Everyone interested, I hope. I, well, it is our desire that when everyone who listens to this podcast can. Take a listen to Data Patel and maybe get connected with Data, enjoy the music. Pretty much what we want is for everyone to enjoy the music and give us your money. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> nah, just kidding. No, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, just everyone to uh, enjoy the songs and that's pretty much it. Uh, hope that everyone enjoys the sound and the music from Data Patel because I believe that my girlfriend is very talented and I think that she only needs to be heard by people to enjoy their music. I would like to to express my gratitude with you. Thank you so much for the invitation again. I'm so happy <laughs> to talk with you. I'm very, very, very happy. Yeah, she was psyched. <laughs> like Miguel, today, today. Miguel, be ready. Miguel! <laughs> Well, that's good. Well, we had a good time. Yeah. And uh, we talked about uh, the fantastic car and the titties <laughs> and the... Tejo. Tejo. <laughs> so, look, we, we we got a lot accomplished today, so that's good. And, yeah, people should go check out the music of Data Fatal. There's a few EPs there and some singles you can check out. I think there's also... You put out also the EPs as instrumental ones as well, right? Yeah, also the EPs, you can hear the not only the lyrics, but the uh, instrumental versions as well so there's a, anyway there's a bunch of stuff people can go check out and in the meantime you guys have a lovely colombian day i guess it's a colombian night now <laughs> yeah and uh and stay safe and uh keep on making cool music oh thank you andy thank you so much all right, and that was my chat with Data Fatal. Hope you enjoyed the show. Tune in next time to Beyond Synth, the best synthwave chat show there is. I've been recording a ton of interviews because I might be in the forest for part of this summer with shitty internet, and so I wanted to make sure that I have a nice stock of wonderful conversations for you all to enjoy over the summer. And don't forget... 
please send me emails, messages. You can message me on Patreon. If you're a patron, just send me a message. Or if you want to just send me an email at beyondsynthsubmissions at gmail.com. Questions, comments, anything. I'm going to be doing a listener Q&A show in about uh, three weeks' time. So you've got three weeks. And if you want to, you can also send me a voice recording of yourself asking a question or having a comment or whatever. So you've got a few weeks to do that if you want to hear yourself on the show. So please do that because it will also aid in me editing some more Andy Spaceship, okay? So don't forget, send me letters and also go to the Beyond Synth YouTube page and leave comments and like uh, all the Andy Spaceship videos. I want some fun, creative comments down there. Anyways, have a lovely time. Thank you for listening to the show and tune in next week to Beyond Synth, the best synthwave chat show there is. Thanks for Beyond Synth is made possible by the supporters on Patreon and PayPal. If you enjoy the show, please consider becoming a supporter at patreon.com slash beyondsynth or donating via PayPal at beyondsynth.com. If you want to submit music to the show, please email beyondsynthsubmissions at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow and subscribe to Beyond Synth on YouTube, Instagram, Twitch, Twitter, and Facebook. May the Force be with you.